What's up, folks? OTP, episode 15, Tanner Glass special. If you know, you know. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, we're back. What is this? Three consecutive weeks or two consecutive weeks? I think this is two consecutive weeks. We did. We had one before that. But anyways, it's no matter. Uh, like I said, episode 15, Tanner Glass. Uh, I think this is a good one today because we've had a lot of hockey. We've got Lord knows we've had a lot of hockey. And it's been full of entertainment, uh, lots of goals, loving the goals this year, and a little bit of a little bit of drama, I'd say too. So again, I'm going to start with myself because I'm selfish. I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Tony. I will be here with my co-host today. To my right, I have my friend Mitchell White, What's and to my left, I have my one? friend. I, I'm not done yet, Mitch. Oh my god, dude! That big Jesus. dick in the way. Yeah, like put that energy away, homie. Can I finish? I'm just kidding, bro. I'm just kidding. I'm a little hot. I'm a little hot-headed coming into today's episode. I'm not gonna lie, and you two know why. But we're not gonna get into that. And then, like I said, to my left, and I'm talking about on my screen because we're doing this shit on Zoom or Skype, or whatever. Oh, can I say that? I mean, whatever. Uh, I got my friend. The name of the company. Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, but like free, you know, free advertising. We're not saying yeah, we're sponsored I, I, by them. Anyway, Scott Mellis, ladies and gentlemen. Stop. How are we, how are we doing today? We... <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that one. <laughs> a little sloppy. Oh, well. End of the week. How are we doing today, guys? Not too bad. Yeah? Not hot-headed like you. No, yeah. I'm doing yeah. pretty good as well. Had a great week, and I'm just chilling now. Yeah? Okay. Uh, what, are you guys, what are you guys doing to keep yourselves busy during the week? I know Mitchell White had a big week. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, we'll get into that a bit later, but... Okay, I'll, I'm going to throw a teaser out there. Uh, got Mitchell a White, stories, so... Yeah, Mitchell White is also closely related to a famous snowboarder. <laughs> I, don't know if you know, if, I don't know if you guys know. His name is uh, Sean White. So that, yeah. might be a little, that might be a little indication of what he did this week. Uh, but we're going to get right into it. We're going to get right into the hockey. I, I say well, that's where we start, folks. I that's agree. what we know. That's what we do. And that's what we love. Is that correct? Well, you don't I don't really do it anymore. But yeah. Well, it's not because it's not that we don't do it; it's that we can't do it right now. True. That's fair. Uh, are we going right into Canucks then? I'd say let's jump around the league a little bit. You know, let's let's dip our feet in in the NHL a little bit, and then we'll get into the big dogs. Okay. I got one. Okay. You want you fired off? Okay. So this it bounces to board. It bounces toward basketball. Spit it out, dude. Holy. Let me have another sip of my drink. Um, So we all know Allen Iverson. Mm -hmm. So basketball Big fan. Big fan. Are you? Oh, yeah. Remember that? Remember when he hit that shot? What number did he wear? It doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't (laughs) matter. I just know. I remember when he hit that shot and he fucking stepped over the guy in front of him. Oh, my God. Nasty. Small guy, too. That's why I like him. Yeah, he's not a big guy. Um, Anyway, interview about 20 years ago. Maybe 19. I don't know exact date. Is it that long? Yeah, he's dude. That guy played in like I don't know if he. I don't know if he started in the 90s early, but definitely early 2000s. Okay, yeah, yeah. And we're 2021 now, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Um, but yeah, interview, famous interview. He used the word practice 22 times, saying like, how was he? How can he make his teammate teammates better in practice? Practice, practice. Like, use it 22 times in the interview. So go into the hockey side of it. Mm. Dave Tippett, latest interview. Use the word confidence 
10 times in the I didn't even see this. I didn't I just see just saw, I just saw this like earlier this evening. Oh my god. <laughs> 10 times like confidence yeah. is key. You got to get a win to get confidence. You got to get confidence to get a win like just I was like, "Oh, and they were flashing it back to the Allen Iverson one." I was yeah. like, "Very Maybe maybe he's hinting at a team. Maybe he's hinting." Who? Tippett. Well, he's the head coach of Edmonton. What do you think? That's what I'm saying. He's hinting to his team to have some confidence. Oh, I thought you said 2A team. Oh, my God. Lock it in. Lock it in, Scotty. Lock it in, dude. All right. That was my first hockey thing. Um, Another one, three NHL first goals this week. Oh, yeah. We had a lot. It was nice. It was fun to watch. Uh, Frenier. Yeah. That was good to see. OT winner. You love to see that, too. That's a good first goal. Ty D'Alandria. First Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. He's Dallas Stars. Wasn't wasn't that just like a weird goal that ended up just counting for him? No, that was a nice tip. You're thinking Oliver Wallstrom. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, he, he wrist shot off one guy, off another guy, and then in the net for his first NHL. No, goal some some caps. Some Russian got his first NHL goal the other day in overtime as well. Was that a Columbus? Was it Columbus? I want to say it was Columbus because I watched the tail end of today's game and they're. We're highlighting some Russian guy. It wasn't today. Been. It wasn't today. It might have. Oh, it was. They were highlighting him okay. about last but, game. Yeah, but anyways, when he got interviewed after, it was so cute, dude. He, he can't speak English properly, right? So the the woman's just like, you know, what was it like when all the, all the team is around you after you score your first NHL goal in overtime to win? He's like, yeah, uh, you know, it's I can't do Russian accent by the way. Just <laughs> he's like, you know, the boys boys having fun is fun. <laughs> that's all he said <laughs> it was, it was just cute it was cute it was cute <laughs> i don't use that word often but it was all right i'll throw it back to one of you two any hockey well i, I got do have one. another one when you get to canucks but okay all right i got one myself all right i want to talk about the not a not an not the most unknown good team in the league because they're quite known to be good uh, but the Washington Capitals and what they've oh, been doing. I thought you were going to say Ottawa Senators. But... No, no, no. I'm talking about the Washington Capitals. Let me tell you something, okay? First of all, you lose some of your top-end players, one at each position too, which is the shitty part. You lose two forwards. Not only do you lose your – well, I, arguably your first-line center, your best left-winger of all – one of the best left-wingers of all time in Alex Ovechkin. I'm hyping this up more than it needs to be, to be honest. You're 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 losing one of your best defensemen in Orlov, and you lose your starting goalie. Now, if you guys didn't know what happened, if you're listening to this and you're like, Tony, what's going on? I'm so confused. Let me explain to you. The NHL has a COVID protocol moving forward, right? For the season to go through, they have a certain amount of rules set in to follow it to make sure that everyone stays COVID safe, right? So that means that you can't be doing certain things outside of the rink, right? Obviously, you're going to be around each other inside of the rink, but outside of the rink, that means you kind of still have to separate. Anyways, these – was it four or five? I think it was four, it was guys. Four. Okay. These four Russian mutants decided to get together, I guess, outside of the arena, and they got caught, and they got busted with COVID protocol. So they all had to miss a minimum of two weeks, right, which essentially means you're missing – for lucky for them, it was only four games. Lucky for them because two weeks – Considering the condensed schedule. Considering the schedule. Uh, but it could be more. I have two questions about this. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, one question about this. What could these four Russian mutants be doing together? Like, I just want to know what that room looks like to have well, all those guys in the same room. Like, are they just playing with say, dolls the whole time? Or 
that that's one theory. The other one, if I'm like, if we go back, listen, couple of nose beers. The other podcast, you know, the other guys. Yeah. Obviously, doing Russian gas. Oh yeah, I honestly didn't that, even think about it. That that's I was thinking nose beer. Yeah. Well, so. you, you know, Kuznetsov's a big nose beers guy. If, if you don't know what that is, just yeah, Google, you'll figure Google it out. Kuznetsov and you'll find it. If you can spell Kuznetsov, Kuznetsov, Evgeny Kuznetsov, Kuznetsov. There it is. That's my Russian accent. No, you know, it's fun for me and the boys. It's fun. Is that good? That's pretty good. That's better than whatever you did earlier. I don't know what that was before. I was trying to find yeah. myself there. But that that was right? definitely rough. Okay. Anyways, besides the point. So you're missing those guys, some key players to your team, franchise players. And then you go out and you still dominate and you still put up points. You still put up goals. And to me, that just, to me, that looks like a team that not only has depth, but is hungry for this season, hungry for this year to get wins because it's a taxing season. And to lose some of your top players like that is demoralizing a little bit. Right. And not, not just that, you know, as a, as some of the depth guys, you're going to have to take on a, a role now of, you know, the top guys. You're going to have to put up some, some scoring. And they're getting that, right? Even Zidane Chara put up a goal in this time. And the boys were – these guys were losing it. And I'm just looking at their team and the way they're behaving on and off the ice. And I like what I'm seeing out of the Washington Capitals. And if I was a betting man and there's a good odds against them, which probably isn't at this time because they're doing well, I would have put money on the Capitals. I, and, wonder, uh, I wonder what the odds are actually. And Jordan, Jordan, my cousin, he's going to like that one. Big Ovi guy. But Ovi's not even part of the equation right now. Well, right now. But wait till they get him back. Just, just, just you wait. Ten but that's what, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I like. Oh, also, their goaltender that's in right now, Van- Vancek. That's the backup to Samson. That's the backup right? to Samson. This guy's standing on his head, man. I, honestly haven't, I haven't seen any of the highlights. Oh, man, he's playing good. Yeah. He's playing good right now. So a young guy, too? I would imagine I've never heard his name before. Yeah. I would imagine, um, but man, I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing out in uh, an old BC Capitol building is fallen, but not the Capitals. I had to throw one of those in there. No, that was a good one. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that's outside of the Canucks that I have for you guys. Are we going to Canucks now? Well, Mitchell, unless you have something. Honestly, man, I've not been focused on hockey this week. Yeah, you got you guys got a problem in San Jose. I'll tell you that. You guys got a problem. I you got nearly you got nearly twenty million dollars in two defensemen. You you realize that, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a bit of a problem. That's like so, a quarter of the cap. Yeah, I've I've seen so Google automatically pins the score of certain games that I of teams I follow whenever the games are on. So I, I've seen <laughs> the final scores on these games, but I haven't yeah. actually watched them or seen who scored in that. But uh, yeah. was it I last mean, There was it last night or the night before when the Sharks played? <laughs> oh, I wish I could tell you, man. Uh, <laughs> I want to say probably last night because there was a bunch of games on. I believe it was yesterday, yeah. <laughs> it was like, what, 4-1 or 4-2? Yeah, it's uh, not looking good for you it guys. It wasn't looking great, yeah. No. Um, the thing is... Uh, not only do they have an issue with their roster, and I understand that you kind of have to fill it where you can. Because when they got Carlson, they were a contending team, weren't they? Yep. They were trending um, in that direction. Uh, they were. They, yeah, that's a good way to put it. They were trending in the right direction. As much as they ever have been. I but guess. they yeah. goaltending just fucking. Oh, dude. Martin Jones just I'm completely the, I don't know what happened. 
Yeah, he just yeah. completely collapsed. Nice guy, though. I will say I met him. Nice guy. North North Van Boy, too. Martin Jones. Yeah. Marshall Winter Club, right? I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He's a bit older than I am, so. Yeah, but I think he did play North Shore. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, oh, my God. I had a segue from this. And, oh, this is what I'm talking about. Now, I want your guys' opinion on, opinion on this. I see their roster. I see they got Carlson on D, and I see they got Brent Burns on D, okay? And I know Carlson's younger than Burns. But in my opinion, I don't see the need to have two elite scoring defensemen on the same team. I really don't. I agree with right? you. Especially if you're paying them both $10 million. Exactly. So I don't want to say that going for Carlson was the wrong choice in the first place. But as a person watching the game, I just think that was ultimately the demise of that team because now you're you're stuck with $20 million on these two guys. You you don't have the money to pay your captain at the time, Pavelski. You lose other guys, and I just now you're stuck with this situation, right? And I just think that every team that I have seen and you also lost the assets in that trade to rebuild exactly yeah and i see I, recently the teams that have won the cup usually one maybe two bona fide like offensive defensemen right um but you know, recently, if, you go, if you just look at tampa they have yeah. Edmund. that's everybody yeah, else isn't headman they don't have I, two high elite guys yeah yeah like sergeant could put up points but sergeant's like coming, point no he's not but he's coming into his own and he's not that 60 point guy either but you know, Hedman and Petrangelo, I consider those two like outside of what I'm talking about because they're elite. They they're the next level of defensemen where they can play both sides of the rink and be as good on one side as the other. But even like a team like Nashville, where you had guys and then but you have Yossi, right? He's your number one offensive defenseman. There's no really need there's no real need to keep having another guy like that on your roster, right? And they kind of made the move with Seth Jones, get rid of him, getting rid of him when they did, right? To fill the hole up front, and, right? And Shea Weber, and Shea Weber, right? Like, they're, they're a very deep defensive team from that group that they had originally, like Ekholm and Ellis. Even now, well, even now. Yeah, but they did they it right. Roster. Yeah, they did it right. They built their decor very appropriately, in my opinion. Um, and, like, getting rid of Subban. Remember when they had Subban and Yossi? Like, it just... Yeah, because the trade was originally Weber for Subban. Yeah, like, it just... I don't know. I, that's just my opinion on the matter, and... Um, if you, I think coming up to this deadline, I think one of them is going to get moved. Probably Carlson. That's what I think. That's probably the most movable considering yeah. he's younger. Did he resign in San Jose or is he under contract in San Jose? Carlson. Yeah. He re he signed when he got traded. Okay, so he probably seven, has a seven, he prob- seven he probably, probably whatever. Yeah, so he probably has a no move. Right. I would have. So yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. We'll see. I don't know. They might turn around, but in my opinion, I think that's what they're kind of stuck with. And that's what we, had. we have, Canucks have to deal with fucking Louis Erickson. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's our comparison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd rather have Carlson than Erickson. I'll tell you that though. Um, I okay. don't know. We have Quinn Hughes. <laughs> we don't need Carlson. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, leading the league in, in defensive scoring at the moment. Yeah, um, Kale McCarr is pretty close second. Yeah, the, I think Hughes has nine. McCarr has eight. Back and forth, depending who plays that night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. Okay, moving on. Should we get on to the Canuck talk? I'm down. All right, let's get into it. What do, what did you have, Scotty? You had something. Oh, the big old BS hat trick against that beatdown. Yeah, was it, I think it was Monday night against Ottawa. That was the 7-1. Yeah, 
I want to say Tuesday night. No, because it's Wednesday, Thursday, back to back. They play Thursday too, right? So Monday, yeah, it had to be Monday then. So Monday, the big old hat trick. Yeah. That you, okay, that, you know how many games he played before he got his first hat trick? Which I didn't know yeah, that was his first. Crazy amount of games. Like yeah. Seven hundred and some games. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Getting a hat trick is extremely difficult, but. But then you see guys that fucking like he's not yeah. a bad player. Good yeah. Skill. Yeah. But that's true. That, he's not the first setter to score a hat trick for the Canucks. Um. A. Pardon? He's not the first setter to score. No, I heard you. I heard you the first time. I don't know. Sometimes I mumble. Maybe you're asking. (laughs) It's a fair repetitive nature. Do you know any guess? I wouldn't have guessed it. Not a clue, dude. His uncle, Rich Sutter. Played for the Canucks? Yeah, I don't know how long. uh, I think it was only like a season, maybe two. But yeah, scored... October 20th, 1989 versus the Devils in a 3 2 win, all three goals. Could you imagine being in the Sutter family? And not, that that and line not, of family is ridiculous. Yeah, but like if you're in that family and you don't play in the NHL, like you'd just be a loser. You know? There's, <laughs> there's a couple of them out there. Hopefully they're not listening. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe I, you <laughs> know what? Fuck you. I hope you listen. Fuck you. That, um, was well, a, that was a weird stat that I didn't what yeah, I thought. I. I I know it was fun to watch. He he's scoring like some nice goals too. They're not they're not tapping for the most part. Like he's scoring some nice goals. So um I I love I love seeing our our I don't want to say bottom six, but our depth forwards. Yeah, I, I like seeing our depth forwards put up points because that only that just means that now you're becoming a threat and our our top six guys get freed up a little bit. So um I love I love what I'm seeing out of that. If he could keep it up. Fantastic. Then we could finally get the value that we wanted. I was going to say this. This <laughs> is the year the contract pays yeah, its worth. Yeah. Um, but, you know, no, it, it was fun to watch. The Canucks putting up some goals. They're putting up a lot of goals. Taking a lot of goals against, though, but putting up goals. Yeah, I think we're we got a zero or difference of zero right now. I think we're 35 and 35 goals for and against. Yeah. When I last checked, and this was before the last game, I think, we were first – for goals for and number one for goals against. So, um, yep. It sounds about sometimes, right. yeah. I mean, it could work, it couldn't, but we got to fix that. I think our goaltending is coming around. It looks like we're um, on the right track here. That's and three I, good starts in a row. Yeah. What I, wanted to, what I wanted to reiterate to people, and when I say people, I mean whoever the fuck is listening to this, uh, I think that people, a lot of Canuck fans, a lot of, I'm not going to say ignorant. But a lot of Canuck fans knew Markstrom was good, but they really didn't understand the value that we had in him. Because game after game, season after season, the Canucks were typically outshot. Typically. We were never a team that did not give up. That We were never a team that gave up minimal shots. We were always a team that gave up a ton of shots. And that obviously means more high-scoring chances. And Markstrom was a goalie who could take that on a day-to-day basis and and answer and, and answer to the calling and 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 perform and not it doesn't always look pretty because even though you're getting outshot heavily sometimes they're not always high scoring chances right sometimes they're shots out from the outside sometimes they're point shots whatever it is but that's still a lot of rubber that you're facing as a goaltender but and it can it, be deceiving if and it wears you down a lot of yeah outside shots though exactly like, and it wears you're shooting you down. from the blue like from the uh, from the hash marks on the board like it's not a hard stop to make but if you're yeah, giving yeah. up a bot like 
20 grade A scoring chances, that's where it gets really tough on the Exactly. So it's um, not so much the count, it's somewhat it's somewhat the quality of shots yeah. as well. So when I see uh, when I see in the media the a little bit of disappointment with the goaltending, I just want people to know, hey, we were kind of blessed. We had a goalie who was okay with getting outshot almost every game, standing on his head, and we still won the game. Right? You have to understand that. So for me, seeing the Canucks get outshot because that game against the Senators, the first period, one of the first periods, we got outshot twenty-four to like eight in the first period. Yeah, that and was Demko, Monday's game, I think. Yeah, and it was one-one after the first. Demko stood on his head. He gave us a fighting chance. And in true Canuck fashion in the last three years, we won the game. So I'd say, I'd say don't expect that to be the case with our goaltending situation right now. I think we need to build our team more based off of how we can eliminate shots. Obviously, that's not something you do in a year or even in a season. Um, but I just want it to be known, right? We had a good with Markstrom, and we typically do get outshot. So don't be surprised if – we're losing games and we're getting outshot. That's all I'm just trying to say. Yeah, I feel like our losses will probably be blow, not blow, but like bigger gaps in the losses, and our wins yeah. will also be bigger. We're not, gonna, yeah. we're not gonna have a lot of close games. Yeah. No, I hear you. Like, and we don't. Yeah, like even the seven, like you said, the seven-one win. It was mm-hmm. like forty something yeah, they, shots they still had a to ton like of twenty shots. to like twenty-five or something. We yeah, still had seven goals, twenty shots. Yeah, they still had a ton of shots. Like we just, we just had better scoring. That's all it was, really, right? So, um, yeah, I, I hope it doesn't continue moving forward because that's a serious problem. Uh, but we had a good for a few years in Markstrom, and now that we don't have him, it's a little bit evident. But I, I, I'm confident in Demko, in him taking over as number one. So we'll see what what happens moving forward. I agree on that. Yeah. Uh, do, do you have anything else on the Canucks, Scott Mitchell? Not pertaining to games this week. Okay. I had one more. I did have yeah. one more. Uh, I watched pretty much all the games against Ottawa this past week. Um, if if not the full game, at least a period of two. Yeah, um, I watched all this the third period of yesterday. Yeah. So in the first game, there was some frustration with JT Miller. JT Miller had some evident frustration of his play. It was funny because everyone on Twitter saw him screaming F-bombs and throwing a stick around. He took two penalties in one game. It, it just wasn't his night, right? Um, I love the reaction, though. I love the fire. I love the fact that he's not producing as as one of our number one guys, and he's not okay with it. I love that. Well, it shows the passion and the standard he has for himself. Exactly. Um, because I think that uh, as, a, as a player on, on, the, on, the, on that team with the, all, that, all those young guys, they look up to him, right? I mean, I do. As a fan, I look up to JT Miller. <laughs> You look up to everyone, sure. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I loved it. And what, what happens? The, the kid bounces back. And I say kid because him and I are the same age, I think. <laughs> JT Miller's, I think, is in 94. And you were on a crack. Are you He's sure? 92, I'm pretty sure. He's a 93, you motherfucker. Well, price is right. Lowest luck, highest, yeah, lowest, yeah, yeah. closest luck going over. The but anyways, uh, but I love what I saw. And what did he do? This, 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 this guy bounced back hard. He put that up whole point. He, yeah, he, and he, and he energizes that line. I really believe that. Although we have PD on that line and and Brock Besser, I really think he drives the line, and it's evident after his absence in the beginning of the season. Um, but it's what a I for line, but that yeah. doesn't run without JT Miller cylinder going. Exactly. There you go. Um, and if you're, if you're someone who doesn't watch hockey, let me explain this to you. 
what I mean by driving the line. Now, JT Miller, okay, we got guys like Elias Pedersen, who is not typically known for being physical other than that one bounce back hit that he had, which is un- incredible. That was like Genny Dandanoff? Yeah. Like, sit sit down. You got to give him the stare down, too, after you do that, you know? Give him the eyes a little bit. But then Austin Watson might come after you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and you got another guy like Brock Besser, who I also don't think is a very physical guy in terms of, you know. Anyways. If if you watch JT Miller closely, right, it, and most most hockey fans will will watch him closely, it's his intangibles that I think what are what drive that line specifically. And for example, JT Miller's puck possession in both zones is incredible. I saw a play where he was in the offensive zone. He just crossed the line. He's got two Ottawa Senators coming onto him. He's managed to get what rid of one with a fake pass or something, but he's got no more space with the second Ottawa Senator coming at him. So what does he do? Protects the puck, puts the body into him to create space, and then he maintains puck possession, makes the play over to our defenseman, which ultimately led to a goal, right? His ability to use his body to maintain puck possession and obviously his ability to win face-offs because he, he takes the face-offs and then PD switches over to center. I just think that... <laughs> I never understand that, but... yeah. I, I think that you really need to understand that that's a big, big thing to have on your team. And it's a huge thing to have for a team that wants to maintain puck possession because we all know that leads to shots, which leads to goals, which win, leads to wins. Oh, I'm fired up. What does practice do? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm very impressed with JT Miller. I, I the almost first rounder isn't looking so bad. Eh? No, it's not. I almost think of Batman when I think of JT Miller. I think of the quote where he says, "Oh, what's the quote? I had it here. God damn it, Tony, you're such an idiot." Uh, he's like Bat Dad, you okay, know. Okay, JT Miller, the player that we desperately need, but maybe the player that we also might not deserve. And I think when he first came in, that was the case. But I now do truly believe uh, Vancouver as a city deserves a player like JT Miller. And it's he's gonna take us to the promised land. That's a so? hot take. That's a hot take. Okay. That's a hot promised take. land. Okay. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be okay with that. I'm, I would love it. I would love it. Okay, that's all I got. That's all you got. Okay. My other one, Canucks wise, is just to do with the kind of go. The story came up during the intermission, I think. Or not so much this story, but. Because it's Bellis Talk Week or whatever, the mental oh, yeah. health, yeah, yeah. And all that. So, I came across this article on T- um, Tyler Mott, who's been crazy open about his mental health struggles and all that. But it's going back to the trade that we got him in, and Benny's reaction to that trade, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny. So it was the Vanek trade when we signed Vanek and we traded. So we got we got Tyler Mott and UC Jokinen. Remember that? Oh, yeah. But Benning's reaction is what he's like, because they were preferred, they were hoping for draft picks at that time, like, you know, rebuild the system, get some drafts. Yeah. So Benning's reaction to what he ended up giving, getting for Vanek's, like, you can't do something that's not available to you. I would have preferred to get picks. It wasn't available to us. So he didn't sound too happy about getting Tyler no. Mott. No, it's a throw in. So but the start that Tyler Mott has been off to, and that we talked about before. Yeah. Was he got four goals? Yeah. Through the first 10 games with four. 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 Yeah. I think, I think it's four and three. 
It's four. Now? I think I think he scored in one of the Ottawa games. Yeah. Or he scored two on the on NHL Mental Health Night or whatever. On Monday, he scored two. So I think he's got four, which for a fourth line guy, you can't ask for anything more. Yeah, and I, we'll see if it continues. We'll see if it continues, but and it's a good start, and I'll, I'll be happy if it does. Um, no, I that, love it. It, it, it. It ties into what we talked about earlier about having some depth scoring. I think that's great to have on our team. So no, good to see. Yeah, definitely, and he's still young. Good, he's only good penalty killer too. Good penalty killer too. Good PK guy. Big PK guy. Blocking shots, you know, taking it on the chin, all that fun stuff. Um, that is, that's all I had for hockey. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm good. I'm good with hockey. I'm ready to move on here. Okay. Do you want to go to this weird, uh, football story that I came across? I say you shut the fuck up. I say I shut the fuck up. I say we get big dick Mitch over here to fucking talk for once in a while. Jesus Christ. Mitch, why don't you, you start this off. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. All right. I mean, as you guys know, I spent this whole week going snowboarding. Uh, it's supposed to be five days. Shredding the gnar, dude. Shredding yeah, the gnar, pow. It was supposed to be five days straight. We couldn't quite do it. We did three days, and then we took the fourth day off, and then went on a fifth day. But, I mean, I had a real great start to my week. On uh, day one, we were going out to Whistler. I was supposed yeah. to wake up at... 4:30 a.m. and I was supposed to be at Jimmy's house by 6 a.m. and he was going to drive up there. I woke up at 6:05. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that was a great start. Yeah. <laughs> I somehow so we only ended up being an hour late. So I picked up half an hour somewhere. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, so yeah, that was that was not not like you to be to be late, Mitchell. Not like you. I'm generally not late. Yeah. <laughs> It was very your last, late. Your last name speaks for itself. White? Yes. All if we're right. talking about being on time, my last name should be Brown. <laughs> well, Dustin, I Josh, was, uh, which one? Connor? Cleveland. Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland Jr. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so um, other than that, I mean, it was a pretty great week. Like, it snowed at least a little bit. On all four days we went. Mm-hmm. I mean, today, Friday, it was it got sunny in the afternoon, like so snow in the morning, sun in the afternoon. Great day. So, um, good day for golf. Good day for golf too. <laughs> I miss it, man. I miss it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, all in all, it was a great week, though. I mean, a lot of fresh snow. Uh, we. On the Tuesday, we hit uh, a local mountain, Cypress, and it's probably the best conditions up there in a few years. Really? Yeah. You know, the whole Um, global warming thing, uh, Tony? Yeah, I'm I'm familiar. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think this year was a little break from that because it was a little bit colder than usual. (laughs) Oh, that's good, man. No, I'm glad you guys had fun. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Now that COVID is in full effect... And uh, people are limited in terms of what they can be doing leisurely, like, you know, men's league hockey, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, do you find that the mountains are busier? Cypress, the local mountains, yes, extremely busy. Like, we yeah. go after work. Um, there was one day we spent 45 minutes in a chairlift line. I think like, you told me just, that, yeah. Just insanely busy. Yeah. Uh, this week, though, oh, with I, 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 my screws just become loose when things are busy. Like, if an area that I'm trying to get to is too busy, 
I oh. just go full nutshell. Like it's it's okay. game over. We we'd be there for like two hours and we might get four runs in. And at yeah. Cyprus, the runs aren't very big. They're five minutes tops. Yeah. So you're waiting, you know, thirty minutes, forty minutes, forty five minutes for a five minute run. Yeah, I lose my so shit. That sucks. We generally spring break. We yeah. do generally stay at least two hours though when it's like that, because otherwise we're going back home in rush hour. So yeah. we're like, well, we can either sit in traffic or stand in this line to have a bit of fun. So yeah. But um, yeah, Whistler this week, Monday, like Monday, Wednesday, you could pretty much walk on any chair you want. You might have like one or two people in front of you. That was it. It was so dead. Today got a little busier, but it was still not as busy as usual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But if we're talking about fucking busy on Wednesday on our drive home, there was four accidents on the way home. (laughs) Fucking two hour and 15 minute drive normally. And Three hours and 25 minutes. Nice. <laughs> Extra so hour and 10 minutes. Four accidents. We, <laughs> we managed to avoid one. We drove around one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Didn't matter because everyone was driving around that one. So that kind of sucked. <laughs> hey, man. You got you to gotta get up to that fresh pal, bro. Fresh. You know what? I was talking to uh, our, our mutual friend, Chris Moore, about uh, snowboarding lingo. Like this hockey lingo. Everyone knows that. But apparently mm-hmm. this lingo um so everyone knows in canada when we get in canada i said that's so canadian in canada uh we get snow and we we refer to the the amount of snow in centimeters most of the time right <laughs> am i wrong so jimmy and like you definitely get a bit of both being in canada like we yeah. we get inches, inches yeah um, but jimmy <laughs> was talking to chris about um going snowboarding and how there's gonna be fresh snow and chris goes yeah, bro. How many cents? Yeah. And I'm like, like pennies? Like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> okay. It's like, and then Jimmy and Chris go, <laughs> no, you idiot. Centimeters, cents mean centimeters. And I'm like, it's to me, definitely a thing. Currency. So fuck you. No, it's it's definitely a thing. Like, yeah, I don't know how common it is, but it's I've definitely heard it before. Usually, like snow reports. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. It's it's clever. But at the time, I was getting ganged up on. I was like, oh, fuck you guys. No. I had the same thought. Me and Mitch talked about this before we came on the podcast. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like I can't remember what the fucking video was or picture that was sent. And, yeah. then it's, and I remember reading Chris is saying, how many cents? And I was like, like, what did I miss in this fucking video or picture? It was me was struggling so to get down a hill. Five <laughs> pickles, corners? What are we talking here, guys? Huh? Yeah. I was, so, oh, yeah, literally, I was so confused as well. Huh? It, I'm a big loony guy. It's definitely a term. No, that's so good, man. Let's, let's throw another okay, snowboarding term at you and see if that? you know what this is. Okay, yeah, okay, fire him off. Let's go. Okay, what's a kicker? Okay, okay, a kicker. <laughs> the kicker is when you hit the high slope, right? You hit the high slope, <laughs> and then you you, you, you almost want to kick your backhand forward, eh? And bring it nice right <laughs> front of you, and then that, and you land with that side forward, and that's what we call a kicker. Yeah, you got it. Killed it, eh? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. um, said precisely like that too. What's that? It's said precisely like that. Same accent. Yeah. That's how they say it. You have to. There's no choice. With the accent. Yeah. If, if you don't use accents, it's just nonsense. No. <laughs> yeah. send it. You're stupid if you don't use the accent. Obviously. I can't exactly. do the accent, and I'm Canadian. So. <laughs> you know what? It's because you already have it, bro. It's because you already have it. What? Yeah. Mind blown, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, maybe, 
Um, I feel like that would be such a fun, like, could you imagine golfing, like taking a vacation in the summer and just golfing every day? Actually, people do that. What am I talking about? Yeah. People go to Vegas, Arizona. We should do that. Fuck that shit. We should take a week off in the summer and just golf every single day. I don't have holidays, but yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, (laughs) I could be tempted, but we'll have to see. Or maybe, See, or maybe we tone it, we tone it down, and we just go for like a weekend, but we take yeah, like an extra day, you know? Okay, yeah. That I'll, would be easy. I'm yeah, take a Monday off, go up, uh, go somewhere Friday after work. Yeah, yeah. Got a Saturday, bit of a Saturday. bigger trip planned this year, and yeah. uh, depending on the COVID situation, okay, yeah. we'll get into that. I want to save, I want to save that one. I want to save that one because we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, are we are we moving on here? Um, no, just one more little funny story about today. Yeah. That's all I really got. So where we were skiing, if anyone knows Whistler, we were on the symphony chair, which is one of the more popular chairs on the Whistler side. Because they play or they play they play symphonies when you're on the chair, right? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, no, I knew that. <laughs> I think That's it's popular. It's popular because there's a lot of different options to get down and also the views are amazing from that chair. And the music and the music's unreal. And of course the music, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> but we're on that chair. This chair is pretty far away like if you're on this chair there's one specific route you can take down if you don't take that way down you're gonna have to get this on this chair again take it all the way back to the top and take a different run if you want to get down you know to other chairs or to the village or something right yeah so we're riding up and then we see this guy he's fallen he's hurt he's lying there on the on the run and we're on the chair lift we're like oh that sucks and me and, and jimmy we're talking about oh, this would be a really shitty place to get hurt because they're going to have to take you all the way down, all the way back up, and then all the way down. And it's probably a good 20 to 30 minutes down at regular speed to get to the village from that chair. Yeah, don't get hurt. So don't get hurt there. So yeah, we see him there. So we do our run. We're coming back up, and we see him there again. And Ski Patrol is just getting to him to like load him onto a stretcher. So that was probably a good 15 minutes to get to him even. Because they had to do the same thing to get there. Meanwhile, me and Jimmy are like, well, we'll do one more run, take it back up, and then we'll head down for lunch. We're like, well, we got all these beers and all this liquor in our pocket. Let's drink it now. (laughs) So we had these little mini like airplane bottles. Like I think they're like 50 milliliters at Google. It's like 1.7 ounces. (laughs) Okay. It's like little little shots, like some watermelon liqueur. Uh, So I didn't quite realize when I bought it, but they're 50% alcohol. (laughs) Okay. So they were a bit harsh. So we take those, and then we both slam a beer or, or, or whatever we're drinking, and then we're pretty good. It's about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I haven't eaten since, like, 5 in the morning. So this is hitting me pretty hard. Like, I'm a little buzzed. Yeah. We're literally talking about how much it would suck to get hurt on that run. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> so where this guy fell and got hurt, we just fucking blow through it. Like, just yeah. max speed we can hit. And then we end up cutting off the main runs and going through some trees, and it ended up being the hardest run we did all day. <laughs> hey, man, liquid courage. We're a little That's drunk. Hard. We're so far away from <laughs> help if we get hurt. Liquid <laughs> courage, man. Pocket. Let's go. It's a, re- but, it's a thing. It's a thing. We can didn't get hurt. you with that? Sorry? Can you get, like, a shot for that, liquid courage? Is it, like, a like a shot? Yeah, yeah. No, it's, you know, like, it's like, a spell. it's like a spell from Harry Potter. You oh, fucking it's idiot. It's not a vaccine. It's not Pfizer or Moderna. No, no, no. It's 99 brand. Uh, (laughs) 
Didn't clue in until after. 99 brand means 99 proof, which is like 49 and a half percent. 99 red balloons. So it hit us a lot harder than we were expecting. <laughs> like we're going down. Yeah, no. like, I'm a little bit buzzed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what are you going to do? Hey, what are you going to do? Hey, we didn't die. It was all good. Yeah, you're all safe. You're all safe. Uh, Scotty, I believe you had something for us. Hey, a little football, college oh, football. Oh, yeah, general. right on. Right on. So this story is like mind boggling to me because. Okay. Yeah. So this is this uh, football coach, Division One. Well, I think it's Division One. Uh, University of uh, Tennessee. Nope, wrong one. Texas. Fired their okay. coach, Tom. No, where the fuck is I'm, dude? My story is so. Oh my up. god, are you kidding me right now? This guy's name is Gary Anderson. Okay. So you know when you get, you get you get if you're a coach you get fired you get paid out whatever right? Yeah, I think I know what story this is already. Yeah, this guy turned down two point seven million dollars on his buyout. He's like, oh nah. no, I, I did not know this story. It's like no, I don't want the money. What? Okay. And this isn't the first time he's done that. What? So he's, he tur- he turned down twelve million dollars from the Oregon Beavers. On his contract. Why? I'll get... I'll Let me find okay. that part. Okay. He be, it's something to do with believing that he should be... Pay, he, he's not into, He's not coaching for the money. He's coaching to teach. Bro, if someone put $3 million in my face, I'm coaching for the money. So I'm telling you total, that right he's now. turned down 15 or $14.7 million that oh, is owed to like him. That. Don't like that. What, like... I don't care what your philosophy is on coaching, like why you're coaching, but like why would you turn down that amount of money? I don't like that. Not one, not one bit. And the other uh, thing, the stat was that the public, like public colleges, have paid out as much as 100, 107 million dollars in buyout related payments to football head coaches this season. Really, 107 million dollars. Wow. I didn't even know that was a thing. What, what was the thing? Like a, I didn't know you buy out coaches' contracts. No, well, when you fire them, you got to pay them out their con. Like it's, you know. Yeah, but I didn't know college coaches were like getting like I didn't know it was that level. Like that. Dude, college kind of coaches money. make us sometimes more than some NFL coaches. Oh no, I, it doesn't really surprprise me because college football is arguably the amount of money that's in that. Yeah, like arguably college football is bigger than the NFL. <laughs> like I don't, don't quote me on this, but uh, like for real. Um, but no, that's crazy, man. You. Know, I, I get where this guy's intentions are, but bro, at the end of the day, if you're in that system, if you're in that NCAA system and you're coaching Div One football, you're already a part of a money grab system. That's all you're already you're already a part of it. So, you all these guys are playing for you and they're making money for the school and they're not getting paid shit. So what? Why would? Why is you not taking your money that you deserve for a job that you are being hired and paid for? Why is that going to make a difference in the situation? I get where his intentions are. But I just think this guy's a little stupid. I feel like even like a better way of doing that, maybe take the money and put it like create a scholarship fund. Even there if you, you want to. Great idea. Great idea. Wonderful oh, idea. Like that was a mind-boggling thing. I saw that yeah. came across that, and I was like, "What the? F-? Like who turns out down that amount of money that it's, he's that he's actually it's owed?" Hard. It's hard to believe that we have better ideas than guys that get paid that much money in the first place. You know what I'm saying? The idea about the scholarships you're referring to? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you have that idea. But this guy's Maybe getting paid. See if they gave me the money. I'll start the scholarship. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll run off into the sunset. We'll put it all on the Capitals <laughs> to win the Stanley Cup, eh? Put it yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Prison break. Oh, that's crazy, man. Um, 
don't know. It is what it is, bro. It is what it is. It is what it is. All right, yeah. fellas. Well, the last thing, I, I don't know. We're coming up to whatever you kind of want us to keep it. Yeah, fired up, though. This one, Bachelor. Oh, how have I forgotten about this? Oh, my God. Scotty, I totally <laughs> forgot that we watched The Bachelor. Mitchell, you don't well, watch The Bachelor, do you? I don't. I don't watch it either. This oh, is, my. I, you don't watch- I have watched it, but I haven't watched this season. I'll tell you that. Oh but my no, God. Mike doesn't even have to do with this season. It's talk- do you see what, like, what they're doing, where, they, where they're booking? What are you talking about? The Bachelor. They booked up the resort at Jasper. Yeah, that's in Jasper? For nine weeks. They booked up the whole fucking thing. That, that resort in the show right now is in Jasper. No. I, so I think they're starting to film another season. Oh my well, god! They're moving there because of COVID. I don't know what it is, but started in February till April. There's nine weeks. They booked the whole resort. How could eight they million move? dollars? Eight million dollars. The whole thing. The, dude, the the Bachelor is like the NFL. You got Chris Harrison <laughs> is like Roger Goodell out there making moves. Dude, you have you guys have no idea. This show is like it's it's and a they friend. have NFL guys on there. It's it's a league. It's it's a it's in a league of their own. Okay, if you know, you know. That's a great movie. But wow, I I'm what I'm confused about. It's an American-based show. How are you gonna get everyone to Canada over the border? Well, because they're going and they're all they'll be quarantined together. Yeah, but that's all. not that's not essential. Get the fuck out of here. Did yeah, you but see when you're the helping, new rules that were announced the, today. <laughs> yeah, but when you help no. the economy and paying eight million dollars into the economy, that's gonna do something about what you have to do for rules. Oh, well, there's new rules, Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, from the states, you can still get here, but you have to take a test when you land, yep. and you have to stay in a government-selected hotel for two thousand dollars. Oh yeah, okay, I heard <laughs> per that. person. Two thousand dollars? Two grand? Yeah, that's what they're for saying it's going to cost. For night? And you no, still no, have, no. To, you have to stay there until your test results come oh, in, but it's, it's going to cost apparently two grand. Yeah, so you still have to get your negative test within seventy-two hours before traveling. Yeah, you have to get and two you do negative that. tests. And if you get a yeah. negative test once you land after three days, they'll let you quarantine at your own house. Wow. But you still have to, do the, you still have to finish still the 14 have to do... days. Wow. Test Otherwise, know. if you test positive, you're in the hotel for two full weeks. Right. That okay. hotel is just the extra part. Like, And it's well, government-selected. You don't even have a say where you're staying. And you hear all the government-selected things in other countries. I just didn't know it was in Canada, too. Uh, okay, well. Is starting yet, or is, that, is there a date? I, didn't, I have no idea. I think there was a start date, but I, I don't think it was like immediately, but I couldn't tell you. <laughs> kind of gave people a heads up. And it, I also noticed, or I didn't notice, but I heard that the Canada's government has worked with the airlines and not flying to Mexico or the Caribbean. Yeah. yeah. That. To keep people from trying to get away to the sunshine. My second home, bro. Yeah. Um, no, it's cool. Uh, boys, I'm going to give you guys some homework. Okay. Oh. I want, I want this podcast to be full th- Full full throttle on The Bachelor this season. Yeah. Okay? Now you guys have missed a couple episodes, but I really feel like it's still not too late. There's still I can watch it on demand, can I? Yeah. Oh I yeah, can... you can. Yeah, you can. I already tell you that's not happening, bro. Okay. Well, fuck you, Mitchell. But Scotty, all right, you're my only hope here. I'm already. I'm. I'm full. I'm I used full. to love it. I can probably get back into it when I start. I'm fully up to date, bro. I'm I'm hooked. I love it. It's it's a thing for me. So I need you to get back on track for next week. That's what I need you to do. How many episodes have I missed? Oh, I'd say four. All right, guess what I'm doing tomorrow night. Yeah. What time is uh, Yeah, I can watch all four tomorrow before the hockey game. Awesome. So <laughs> we'll have a bachelor segment. We'll have a bachelor segment on the show, and I'll be proud of it. Okay. 
Can we? All right, bro. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, good. I got nothing. Okay. I sorry. Did I cut you off there? My bad. No, I don't know what I was going with. I was just talking. It's the Skype. It's the Skype thing, dude. Like you, you feel like slight delay, and it's like oh, yeah, it just kills me, dog. It kills yeah. me every time. I feel. I feel yeah. Okay, yeah. but okay, I think I, I well, let's cut it off. I, I think we're done here. I think we're done here. Are we? I think we. I'm good. I'm good, I'm good too. All right. Well, that yeah. wraps it up for OTP. Oh, oh, close oh. one. Playlist. Close one. Uh, playlist. Yeah, Mitchell. Right on. Right on Spotify. Thank you. But Spotify. You uh, o- on Spotify. Check out the playlist. You already know what it is, bro. You already know what it is. It's everything. Country, hip hop, R and B, EDM, dance music, fucking alternative, rock and roll. It's got everything. So you can't go wrong. If you if you listen to this podcast and you genuinely don't like the if and sorry if you listen to the playlist and you genuinely don't like the playlist, then that means that you're not alive. You don't have a pulse because there's everything on there. You're gonna like something. So you're lying to yourself and me, and I don't appreciate you. But if you're one of the few who do like the, the playlist. And uh, yeah, I'm not surprised because it's fucking dope. So check that out on Spotify, o.t.p. Uh, and I think we're good. All right. Yep. Okay. Peace that's out. wrapping up. Until next episode, week. Episode 15, episode Towner Glass. Thank you for thank you for joining me today, fellas. See you later. Peace. Alligator. <laughs>